Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and today's video I'm going to be talking about we want what we can't have. So this is a topic that I'm going to cover in future videos as well, but today I came across this email and I thought it was a good one to kind of be an introduction to the idea of it. Because people often want what they can't have. And once you get something and you have it, the desire to want it goes away. Makes sense, right? So when you're anxious about something and you're wanting it and you're desiring it, think back to when you were a kid at Christmas time or your birthday and you were wanting that one thing and you didn't know if you were going to get it or not. That caused you to want it more and more and it built up the anticipation, the anxiety, because you didn't know if you were going to get it or not. So, it's interesting because if you tell me I can't, then I want it more, right? If I told you guys you can't, you're going to want that thing more because everybody wants what they can't have. If you take something away, they want it. Think about maybe a time where some somebody took something away from you and all of a sudden you're like that urge, that instinct of like, whoa, I want that back, right? So, uh, I'm going to talk about this a little bit more because I think this is going to help you guys understand certain situations. Because I got a situation uh, from a guy I'm just going to go ahead and get right into this email. He says, I love your videos. Here's my situation. About six months ago, I started dating a girl who works at my office or at an office that I must go to every few weeks for work. Anyway, we dated for about four months and I really liked her. I could tell she was a little standoffish compared to other more needy women I have dated in the past. I was trying to not act needy and never over-pursued her. Alright, so sometimes that means I was acting needy and I did over-pursue her. I don't think so in this case. I think this is genuinely a guy who has knowledge of dating and relationships. It seems to me like he's probably followed some of the other coaches online. And you'll see why, because he's definitely uh, very precise in how he does things. So he says, we were not exclusive yet, and I did not bring up the relationship label, and was waiting for her to bring it up before we had the discussion. So far, so good. I agree with that. One way to make sure that the woman that you're interested in doesn't feel trapped or engulfed is to let her bring up the commitment or exclusivity. He says, I had planned a three-week vacation to travel for just myself before I, I had ever even met her and it was soon approaching. This was after dating for about three and a half months. We were intimate two nights before I left and had a good date. Okay. So, so far he's doing pretty good. Um, 
let me go on before I jump in here. He said, then she sent me a picture of her and another guy who I believe was one of her gay friends she never or she never mentioned. I, I don't know if he meant I don't think he meant she never mentioned, or maybe, I don't know. It doesn't make sense, right? He says, Then she sent me a picture of her and another guy, who I believe was one of her gay friends she never mentioned. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming, either way, regardless of if it's a gay guy or not, very bizarre to do that, because then he texted her, New friend? Question mark. To which she never responded. Since she didn't respond, I did not text her once for the rem the from the rest of my remaining three week trip. Okay. And this is really odd, right? The girl you're dating for three months sends you a picture with another guy. Then you say, new friend, and she doesn't respond. That's odd. Okay, this to me is maybe the central piece to the whole thing here. Because why would she send a picture of her and another guy? I mean, if it is a gay friend, why wouldn't she respond when he said, new friend. That whole situation is just very odd to me. Something weird about it, right? Like you're sitting there thinking, this is odd too, this doesn't make sense to me either. Alright, let me continue. He says, I flew home and saw her at work about five days after I got home. We still had not spoken at this time. I text her, it was great to see her, when could we hang out? Okay. I'm going to read this to you again. This is interesting. I flew home and I saw her at work about five days after I got home. We still had not spoken at this time. I text her. It was great to see her. And asked her when we could hang out. Okay. What were you thinking there? Because when you saw her in person, why didn't you say... When are you free to get together? When are you available? I want to see you. I think maybe you're coming off as a little bit too cold for this girl. And, um, you know, maybe it's just a little bit too calculated and cold for her. And could be turning her off is what I'm guessing here. Because, you know, you saw her and then you texted her to ask her out. We should have done that in person. Alright, let me go on. He said, about a week later, I saw her at work again, and she agreed to come to my house a few days later. But, right after she agreed, and I left, my friend at the office called and told me she was talking about going on a date that night with her boyfriend. whole situation is really odd, isn't it? I called her immediately, and she told me I wouldn't exactly call him my boyfriend. We met at a party, 
and I'm interested in him and want to see where it goes. Ouch. Right? Yeah, that kind of sucks. Feel for you, bro. Um, he said, I asked her if her feelings were hurt because I didn't call on my vacation. She said, I wouldn't say hurt, just shocked. And no call to ask me to pick you up at the airport either. So, I'm thinking you just came across as a little bit too aloof and distant over her. And I could see why this happened. It's a tough situation. Because as a coach, I try and help make things easy for you guys and insightful as well to educate you so you can um, start to, you know, become more insightful and aware of things. In this situation, you were going away for three weeks and, you know, I think women just want to hear from you, you know, more often than that. And I know it's a tough balance sometimes, but she did drive you to the airport and, you know, maybe when you had landed, you could have been like, uh, you know, landed here safely, so happy, or not so happy, but thank you so much for driving me to the airport. Something like that. All right, let me go on. I told her I didn't want to get in the way of her and the other guy and to call me if she changed her mind or it didn't work out. Okay, you handled that pretty well. I was shocked she could have a boyfriend so fast since she has an avoidant personality. It didn't make sense that she would rush into something. Okay. So, I'm going to give you a little insight here. I want you to understand that people that have their needs unmet for such a long time are quick to rush into relationships. They don't have boundaries. They have the urge to rush into those relationships quickly because they're hoping all those needs are going to get met. They're projecting and fantasizing on this new person that they're going to get met. So, even people that have an avoidant uh, attachment style can sometimes rush into relationships because they've had their, un their needs unmet for so long. It doesn't mean it's going to be this deep, meaningful relationship. It just means that she's met this new person and all of a sudden they think, it doesn't have to be a woman, in this case we'll just say she, she's projecting this new guy, fantasizing this new guy is going to meet all of my needs because the guy that I'm dating, I'm not even hearing from him. So, she said, or he said, I went no contact after I told her to let me know if she changed her mind. That's good. Two weeks later, she sent a text saying, I just thought of you when people in the office were talking about your next meeting. Good luck. Ha ha. I waited an hour to text back. Thanks. I'll need as much as possible over there. I assume you have a night to come hang out in my neighborhood this week. 
She never responded to my text, so I just left it at that. Okay, so obviously her interest is lower. I, th I think you were trying to do the right thing because she put herself in your orbit. You were trying to set up the date. I see why you did that. Um, I just get the feeling like you're being a little bit too cold and calculating and you want to be a little bit more warm and fuzzy, okay? I think that's probably what's going on here. You're, in a way, you're handling it correctly because you're saying the right things such as call me if you change your mind, which I agree with that, but I think you're just coming across as a little too cold and, you know, I assume, you know, that you have a night to come hang out in my neighborhood this week. I don't know. It's just the way you're saying it. I would work on trying to be a little bit more warm and fuzzy. That's just my gut with this one. But there's more to this because, well, let me just go on. It's been one month since the text, and just two days ago I saw her in the office for three minutes and kept it lighthearted. She was friendly and we were laughing and she touched my arm twice, but I'm not sure if she was just trying to be nice because she has to see me at work and I have a small position of power at the office. Obviously, I want it to be because she's feeling attracted to me, but I feel like that would be having a false sense of hope. I've been doing no contact the entire time and will continue to do it, but I can't get her off of my mind. Each time I see her, I have a setback. I feel you, buddy. I've been there. I think we all have. I remain in no contact, but I do not, but I do have to see her for work every few weeks and avoid it as much as possible. So I think what you're really struggling with is that you're wanting her because you're anxious about the situation and the minute someone's interest level in us drops our interest level tends to spike so I think that's what's going on with you he said what are your thoughts based on all I have learned in the past few months I can tell she is dismissive avoidant by things I have only ever noticed by dating her compared to other women I've dated I have no problems meeting new women, but this one is hard to let go of. Even though there were many actions I did not like that she did that were signs of the avoidant. Such as waiting, to, waiting long times to text back, flirting in front of me, spacing out in conversations, always talking about why it ended with th the last three guys she dated, etc. Okay. I'm going to read this to you real quick again. These are the things that she was doing that he didn't like. Waiting a long time to text back. Flirting in front of her. Uh, him, I'm sorry. Flirting in front of him. Spacing out in conversations. Always talking about why it ended with the last three guys. I would feel more confident about her trying to reconnect if she was anxiously attached person, but I'm afraid since she can cut people off that I'll never hear from her again to try it again. Alright. 
I really think you're only interested in this girl because she doesn't want you. That's what I think is going on here. I mean, do you th think about it? Take a step back for a minute. I know you're projecting all your unmet needs onto her, so I want you to take a step back and I want you to think to yourself, do you really want to be in a relationship with somebody that has an avoidant attachment style? Think about that. Because, like you said, the spacing out in the conversations, that is indicative to me that she has an attachment trauma because people that have, you know, attachment traumas and maybe an avoidant attachment style are kind of preoccupied in their own world and they don't hear you, they don't see you, um, they're kind of focused on their own anxiety and their own met, unmet needs. So, what I think you should think about and really take a look at is your caregivers. Do you have a mom that has an avoidant attachment style? And so you're used to trying to get the object of your affections love that you're trying, you're constantly trying to have to get their love and affection. You didn't give me enough to go on to figure that out, but my gut is saying to me, that might be what's going on for you here. Because she is spacing out in conversation. She's flirting with other guys in front of you. Like, why would you want to be with a girl like this? It's tough, I know, but is that the kind of girl you ultimately want to be with? I mean, it doesn't sound like you're having issues going on dates and meeting other women. Honestly, I think she's doing you a favor. Uh, I think you're making this more and relationships more about the challenge. And it almost seems like you're more interested in playing a game than something authentic. And, you know, you really want to focus on making relationship great and authentic. And I know that a lot of times we coaches give you strategies and, you know, on how to follow steps. But ultimately, it's about a relationship and connecting with another person. And, it, you know, I know it can feel like a game sometimes, especially in the beginning phases of a relationship. But you were with this girl for like, you know, three and a half months. She's driving in the airport. You want to really connect with somebody. That's ultimately what we're all looking for is, are you there for me? Are you going to be there for me? Are you going to be listening to me? Are you going to care about me if I have a bad day? And, um, you know, maybe you're getting caught too much into the steps. And that can happen. So, uh, hold on, I've lost my place on the notes here. I, I just think that, um, you know, with this situation... Yeah, there's a chance you might get her back, but even if you did, would you really be happy with her? Is this the kind of girl that you could see yourself with in the future and building something on? Or is it just about the challenge of wanting what you don't have and can't have right now? Would you really want her? Look, okay, let me... Here's a good way to end this, okay? Imagine 
If I told you tomorrow a girl that is prettier than her, funnier than her, sweeter than her, and has more money than her and more educated than her, imagine if she was to come into your life tomorrow and I told you tomorrow morning or tomorrow, whenever, it doesn't have to be the morning. <laughs> Tomorrow, this girl was going to show up into your life and be interested in dating you. Would you really be interested in your ex? Think about that. So, if you have a question that you want to ask me, go to my website, AskCraig.net, and in the Ask Craig section, uh, you'll see my email. You can send me a short uh, one or two paragraph question to me, at most. Give me some time to get back with you. If you want to get my help right away, sign up for an email coaching or a Skype coaching and we can get you some help right away. If you like the video, throw a like on there and leave your comments below. That's it for this video. I'm Craig Kenneth and I will talk with you soon.